Hi, this is Futa and welcome to The Shining Process where I help you use your thoughts and emotions to get what you want and live the life that you fancy. So without further ado, let's get to it. It is currently 6.57 a.m. in London and today I want to talk about the importance of knowing what you do and don't want. This is huge because if you don't know what you want, you're going to confuse yourself and others around you. And that's how time will pass anyhow without any tangible results. And I don't know about others, but you and I really like results. So if you feel unsure about what you want, by the end of this podcast, you're going to have a clearer framework to follow for avoiding all that you don't want so that you can instead start moving towards the things and people that will help you discover what you want. So in my case, I was born and raised in London, but I'm Guinean from the Fulani tribe. And I closely studied the experience of marriage for most women in my culture. And I concluded quite early on that it was definitely not something I wanted to model after. The majority of women in Guinea are raised to serve, meaning cooking, cleaning and being the ongoing carer to not just their immediate family, but extended family, including their in-laws. Of course, some of these teachings of care are essential for being a well-rounded individual because those that truly win at life know that everything is not about them, but about the people around them. But... There's a fine line between caring for others and being a servant. And being a servant doesn't sound fun. And by the countless stories I've been told by women in my culture, it was unanimously confirmed that their experiences of carrying so much load on their shoulders was extremely taxing on them both mentally and physically. There's not much consideration for what they want, largely because the majority of women and girls, including ones who were raised in Western countries, weren't encouraged to be active readers, to think freely or have much goals or desires for themselves beyond marriage. And one thing about me, when people tell me their struggles, I believe them. Just like the saying, when people show who they are, believe them. There was no way I was going to test out what clearly didn't work for the vast majority. So I essentially steered away from taking advice from almost all Guinean women I've come across because their lives are starkly different to the life that I want for myself. I was equally as observant in my late teens and up until now, I watched the relationships and situationships that my peers got into, which didn't seem appealing to me at all. And whenever I caught up with my old friends, they'd tell me that their life feels vanilla, especially their relationships, that they were kind of bored despite loving their partner. And it made me sad hearing from them in this way, because to me, settling is like dying because it means playing small and having to deal with a nudging feeling of what if throughout life, which of course will naturally grow bigger and bigger over time. Living a life of mediocrity happens because people settle before they found themselves, which is problematic because the criteria of what you want is subject to change over and over. So being with someone whilst your wants and needs are actively changing will of course feel conflicting. I will say though that I have met a few women who got into relationships in their late teens or early 20s before they found themselves and it worked out great and I think this is because they got with people who are also interested in growing and meeting goal after goal. In my case, after my first sixth form slash high school boyfriend, I chose to kind of cruise and remain single to spend time knowing myself and just figure stuff out on my own because the idea of struggle love with someone who was just as confused as me or more was never an option for me. 
But anyways, after my dad passed away when I was 22, I had intense trauma that I needed to dissect and work through for a while. So being with someone was the last of my concerns. I instead spent sweet time working with two different therapists over the course of two years. Then I did some deep independent healing work on myself, which was the most revealing and best time of my life. Then later on, I invested in a high-level coach who I admired a lot and knew that she could help me. I liked what she created for herself and wanted to know the details of how because I knew that doing things haphazardly would drain precious time. So she gave me a solid framework to follow and now that I've learned what I needed, I follow my own unique way of doing things. It was all of this support combined that got me to the place of self-mastery and knowing what I want to experience in my life. So I said all of that to say, when you at least figure out what you don't want, you will naturally stay clear of it. The things and people that don't suit your current or future self simply won't show up in your life because you've deeply embedded in your mind that they aren't what you want to experience, nor are they a true representation of you. And when you figure out what you don't want, this is when the signs and opportunities will start opening up to move you towards the things that you do want. And of course, it's your choice to act on them when they appear. So now here's a list of three ways you can begin to know what you want. Number one, make sure you aren't just going along with what everyone thinks is right, because this is following the herd. Be selective with the steps you follow. Check your references and ask yourself, are the people I seek advice from already comfortably where I want to be? And are the people I keep close to me going where I want to go or at least very supportive of me? If yes, wonderful. If not, it's time to reconfigure. It's time to do some natural adding and subtracting. It's time to switch it up, darling. This step is vital because a woman who knows what she wants knows who she must first become. This is the natural law of cause and effect. You must first focus on being the type of person who gets the type of results you want. And once you master this step, you'll be unlocking higher and higher versions of yourself at a rapid rate. Number two, be clear on what you don't want and protect yourself from whatever that is. So for example, not attending any events or areas where the types of people you don't want in your life are most likely to be. Another point on being clear on what you don't want is to not waste your time and other people's time just to say you have a roster on rotation. If you're not actually interested in the person you're in quote entertaining, you're actually not gaining anything in that. Because by giving your attention to who you don't want and who you know 100% this thing is not going to ever work, you're actually not giving yourself enough time to meet the people you do want. I'd much rather have a quiet phone so I can chill and do fun stuff in peace than have a noisy phone blowing up with people I'm not interested in. We all know who best benefits from having a roster full of people they don't actually want to be with. So just respect your time and remember that doing one thing disallows you from doing another. Number three, have clear goals, solid, sound goals. I'm definitely going to make another separate episode on this particular topic. You can't be vague about your goals because when you know what you want, you move more intently and you'll be highly unlikely to spend time doing anything that doesn't align with the life that you want, nor will you engage in any low quality experiences with people. It just won't happen because you're operating with a framework of what you want in mind. And also, this is the juicy part. When you master the art of discernment from listening to your intuition, you become part of the hashtag can't relate category of people who are essentially shielded from the common toxic personal relationship problems that many people face today. Your life experience will be starkly different, but in a positive way, of course. So to conclude, know clearly what you want so that you can start moving towards it. This is what makes what you want inevitable, meaning it won't be a matter of if, but when.
If this episode spoke to you or you had any aha moments, then the self-discipline module in my five-week course could be useful for you. If you have any questions for me or have some great suggestions for future episodes, message me on Instagram. My handle is futamdiallo. I'll link to it in my show notes. Go have a fruitful day. Massive kiss from me and I will talk to you next time. Bye.